You're listening to the Way of TBL's official podcast, Truth Talks with Sam and Alex. Join us as we explore all things truth, beauty, and love. Welcome back, everybody, to another edition of Truth Talks with Sam and Alex. And in today's episode, we will be covering the topic, the spiritual power of sensuality. Yeah, because spirituality and its connection with sensuality is a fundamental key to tapping into the creation frequency. Yes, it is, my love. And the creation frequency is actually a book written by Mike Murphy. It is an incredible resource that we look forward to diving deeper into and understanding more about how we can tap into our life force energy to manifest our reality. Our life force energy is the main driving force for everything that we do and how we are able to experience the results that we want to make manifest in our lives, as we discussed last week. And this week, we will actually do something a little different. Speaking on the spiritual power of sensuality, as is the title of our article, we will actually be reading that article out to you guys today. And how does that sound, Samantha? That sounds great. And we will add in our own commentary also as we are going through the article. Yeah. Yeah, that sounds good to me too. Let's pull up the article. And it reads, The Spiritual Power of Sensuality a fundamental key to tapping into the creation frequency. And we find here a quote by Mike Murphy himself. Remember, the creation frequency is that place where your intentions and desires resonate with the intentions and desires of the universe, that sweet spot where you are in tune with life. I love it. Do you feel... Yeah, yeah, and the article begins, do you feel like you are currently stuck in a rut, unable to manifest what you truly desire? Perhaps you've even tried everything from positive affirmations to visualization techniques and more, only to find that your hardest efforts are seemingly futile. If so, it may not be about hardcore action taking or working harder, maybe All that is missing is a fundamental component of your spiritual arsenal, sensuality. Sensuality is often thought of as something purely physical or sexual, but it is much more than that. At its core, the essence of sensuality is about fully engaging all of your senses with the present moment and allowing yourself to experience fulfillment pleasure, and joy in all areas of your life. In this article, we will explore how to tap into the wisdom that lies in deeply feeling into your senses so that you may begin fully opening yourself up to the infinite power of your creative potential, allowing your dreams and desires to make themselves manifest. That's perfect. And before we continue, I I love how it 
it explains how it's it's more than just um the sexual side of sensuality because although that is a very important aspect of sensuality it only makes up one part and we will uh speak on sexuality in more depth in our next episode so that we can really fully expand on all the different parts uh but our senses our sensuality really is connected to all of our senses in our body yes absolutely and there's so much more involved with regards to being sensual individuals beyond the context of romance and intimacy being sexual being sensual is about being present with the wisdom that lies in your body and being fully aware of the wisdom that lies in your physical being and the more fully you dive into that and explore what that means for you the more you will define what the body or the sense of self means the body is not solely the physical being that is you your arms your legs your torso your head neck your body is your surroundings your body is the car you drive to work every morning it is the food you put into your body that mm-hmm. brings you vibrance and health it is the external world that you interact with you are not disconnected from any of it it is all deeply connected to you and the more aware you become of this phenomenon mm-hmm. the more expanded your area of concern becomes and you start caring more about the health of not only your physical body and mind but your external world as well you want it all to be as healthy as vibrant and as quality as possible that's why we care about the beauty of our home our lawn our car we care about the quality of everything around us because it essentially forms part of our body we yeah, become more fully aware of that the more sensual of uh, we become the more sensually aware we become as individuals yeah. and so yeah with that we can continue the article and the next subheading yeah. reads the connection between sensuality and spirituality have you ever wondered why sensuality is often considered taboo in many spiritual and religious circles many people believe that spiritual growth is solely about transcending the physical realm with a strong focus on going beyond the mind although there is fundamental truth to this in reality there is much more going on here sensuality involves so much more than our indulgence in physical pleasure really it is one of the most magnetic and powerful tools that we have at our disposal for tapping into what mike murphy refers to as the creation frequency when we fully engage with our senses we can experience a profound sense of wonder and awe that transcends our daily routine and most importantly it enables us to connect with the divine and find inspiration understanding and embodying the insight 
that lies when being aware of this connection can lead to an even deeper appreciation of the human experience, our spirituality, and helping us tap into our innate creative abilities. Like we just mentioned, tapping into your sensuality, your sensual awareness, connects you more deeply to the external world. You develop a much deeper appreciation and gratitude for all that exists. And so you want to care for it just as you care for your own physical body. That's what being a sensual individual is all about. Isn't that right, Samantha? Yeah, and it's all rooted in love. It all comes back mm, to love. Yes. And sensuality absolutely begins with you finding that love for yourself. And because you can only find that. The more, mm -hmm, yeah. And naturally, when we, when we love ourselves, we want to know more about ourselves. We want to understand everything about ourselves. And when we are able to connect with our, our spirit and our being as one, it's so magical because you, through intuition, through developing your intuition, you are basically creating a, it's kind of like a translator, right? <laughs> it's yeah. in a sense in yeah. being able to really understand what it is that your body and spirit are both speaking to you, telling you. Yeah, exactly. Mm -hmm. And shout out to the birdies in the background. Oh, God, I just <laughs> love listening to them chirping in the background. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, birdies are gorgeous. But yes, exactly. And when we are disconnected from our sensuality, from our sense of sensual awareness, we experience something like what can be described of as phantom pain. When there was something there that no longer is. In the case of phantom pain, when you are missing a limb after an accident, you try communicating with that limb that once was there, that no longer is, you feel pain in your brain because of that cognitive dissonance. That can happen to a lot of people, especially if they're in an unsatisfying and unfulfilling relationship. They can lose that sensitivity. They can. And in, in our relationships it really gives us a, a a big part of developing this sensuality within ourselves like we mentioned earlier it is our connection to them not only physically but also emotionally mm, exactly and a lot of times people will be in relationships not only intimate ones but even with friendships but predominantly in the intimate relationships, when we don't have that emotional connection, we are purely going based off of a physical connection. And there is so much that can be lost in that. Yeah. Yeah. In the fleeting nature of these encounters when 
you don't allow yourself to take in the fullness of that person's essence, you can't possibly experience true intimacy and experience the depths of sensuality with that person and everything that that person reflects to you like a mirror mm -hmm. that requires time, presence. It requires focus and yeah. And even before all of that, mm -hmm. it requires for you to develop that understanding within yourself. You took the words right out of my mouth. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> Literally. Mm -hmm. Yes. That's where it all lies. We must cultivate that sensual awareness for ourselves first before we can expect for that same level of awareness to be received and reciprocated. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. And so the article continues with the subheading, Understanding the Creation Frequency. The creation frequency is the vibrational energy that aligns us with the perfect wisdom of the universe to guide us towards manifesting our desired reality. It is the sense of aliveness of all that surrounds us and is responsible for manifesting our desires into reality. By connecting with your senses and embracing your sensual nature, you become aligned with the universe and the laws of attraction, sending out a frequency of joy and abundance, which will attract more of the same into your life as a result. And that's just the way it works, right? The more that you focus on, the more you will then experience in your direct awareness. The more of the same will pop into your awareness really and it's it's really developing this sense of of oneness with all things right i i remember i i i gave you an example previously of being in the sun and feeling the sun rays on your skin mm -hmm. and feeling mm. the energy that surges throughout your body it's really sort of seeing how that sunlight is on you and you are how it fuels you right like you are connected with the sun even and when we can stop and we can reflect and we can pause and we can just look at everything that surrounds us as you had mentioned at the beginning right we we everything is an extension of who we are and you can really just feel that in the simple things around you, the, the wind that is blowing against your skin. And yeah, it's just, it's really connecting you with everything around you. And that is all of the universe, isn't it? <laughs> and then boom, <laughs> it hits you like a wave that you are in fact in relationship with all of life and that you are here to make the deepest levels of love to life possible you have always been in relationship with everything around you and you are interconnected with it and it you in ways you are aware of now and in many more ways that you are still unaware of and will become aware of 
as you become more conscious of yeah. this fundamental truth. More aware of yourself, more in tune with yourself. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you're just becoming more aware of yourself and what your sense of self is. Mm-hmm. How you define that becomes more and more clear to you. And it is from that place that the quality of your relationships will continue to increase. So yes, the article continues with the subheading, The Benefits of Exploring Sensuality. Exploring sensuality can have many far-reaching benefits for our well-being, like we just mentioned, right? Mm It can help us to reduce stress and anxiety, increase our sense of joy and gratitude, and improve our emotional and mental health. Furthermore, it is a fundamental part of conscious living and complements our relationships in a variety of meaningful ways. By being more present and engaged in our physical experiences, we can deepen our understanding of intimacy communication with our partner, and connection to our loved ones. For more on how to start reaping the rewards of conscious living, read our article, The Art of Conscious Living, below. And we have linked that article there, which goes even deeper into what it means to live more aware. And that just dovetails so perfectly with this article and complements it as well. And it continues with the subheading, how to embrace our sensual nature and tap into the creation frequency. Embracing our sensuality involves connecting with our senses and engaging in activities that bring us a deep sense of joy. Here are a few practical tips for you to begin implementing today to start becoming a more sensual person. One, slow down. Take your time to really savor your experiences, whether it's enjoying a meal, listening to music, or taking a walk in nature. Rushing through things can make us miss out on the beauty and pleasure of the moment. And that's that's just the world we live in. It is. That's the nature of the society we live in in the modern day and age. Everything is go, go, go all the time yeah if we're not working we're being entertained if we're not being entertained we're eating we we never take a moment to really savor what it is that we're doing a lot of the time yeah which is why yeah we require more me time and what is that me time right but slowing down yeah reading a book writing something that's on your heart and your mind that you want to get off of your chest. Having a conversation with someone that really resonates with you, that really understands where you're coming from, like a lot of the conversations being, that we have. And being being present with that person and not just speaking for the sake of speaking, right? It's It's really connecting and being present with that person yeah yeah exactly that's what it's all about when it comes to being present and taking your time to enjoy 
what is happening in the here and now. And it continues. Number two, engage your senses. Pay attention to the sights, sounds, smells, tastes, and textures around you. Fully immerse yourself in the experience and try to notice small details you may have missed before. And when it comes to the physical senses, one movie in particular, a couple actually that come to mind, are chocolate and perfume. Both of those movies are just absolutely incredible examples of how one can abuse sensuality and the other can bring the best out in us as human beings. For instance, with chocolate, you have this lovely, vibrant, and expressive free woman that moves into the strict, cold, nearly unfeeling town (laughs) that is a religious religious fundamentalist town, right? This Christian town is so strict when it comes to how people indulge in their senses. I can't remember what what sect of Christianity this town is, but I I do know that there are certain Christian sects that view indulging in the senses as a sin. If you overly right, indulge and- in the senses, that's that's a sin. Correct. And the hardest part for this town was, I remember, that she moved there while it was during their Lent time. So it was right before Easter. (laughs) Right. Lent. Exactly. Yeah. That's so funny (laughs) because, again, the movie's called Chocolate. And the reason it's called Chocolate, for those who haven't seen it, which if you haven't, highly recommend it. It's amazing. Yes. Chocolate is about this woman and she moves into the town to start a chocolatier mm-hmm. and this chocolatier starts drawing the attention and the interest of the townsfolk they start going to meet her because she's their new neighbor right and yes. when she starts talking about what her intention is for moving there and she starts making these chocolates yeah she and it was it, it was her right this was an uh-huh. extension of her right it was an extension of her spirit was, made, made manifest through this chocolate yeah i believe she was sort of like a gypsy type woman right, right? she never just, stayed in one place she moved where she felt she never stayed in one place. She was always moving. It was just, yeah, so beautiful. Yeah. <laughs> and it was through her passion and her love of making chocolate that she was able to bond with the townsfolk. And different people that would come to visit her would talk about their problems and the things that would stress them out and make them anxious. And she would talk about And how... she would have the perfect chocolate yeah. for them, right? Exactly. <laughs> for whatever she would. it was. She would tailor make her yes. chocolates for the townsfolk. Yeah. And she would just talk about how chocolate is a gift 
chocolate does something to the soul that is nearly indescribable yeah. with regards to its And without giving away too much about the movie, <laughs> she really revitalized that whole town. Yeah. She brought it to she life. She this... Yeah, she did. Slowly but surely, you know, and the pastor, the, the priest, <laughs> was like the antagonist who, <laughs> again, condemns chocolate throughout the whole movie yeah. but eventually falls in love as well because how can yeah. you not it's in mm -hmm. our human nature to be alive sensually mm -hmm. sensuality enlivens us it yeah it makes us more vibrant as individuals we experience more joy more happiness mm -hmm. as a result of being sensual and taking time to indulge in our senses. And that being said, as enjoyable as it is to indulge in our senses, there is such a thing as overindulgence. And that's where the example of perfume, the, the full title of that movie, by the way, is Perfume, the Story of a Murderer. And that whole story is about how this man comes up with a recipe for a perfume that basically, like, turns people into insanely horny individuals. And it's through that also starving, you know, desire for people to express themselves sensually, that they fall into all kinds of dangers in the movie. You know, this also comes from this man's passion of scents and perfumes. Mm -hmm. So in both films, you've got someone who has a passion for life, wants to share that passion with the world, but have drastically different and contrasting results and outcomes And so there is such a thing as overindulging in our senses when we allow it to be the focal point of our existence, when we let our ego completely loose. And yeah, that's what I was going to say. <laughs> yeah, forget to understand how vitally important it is to guide it with our spirit. And All yeah, that's our, right, exactly. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah, go ahead. Yeah, it's just what's it, no, just what's the driving force behind it. Exactly. That's all. You know, is there's a driving force spirit and that you're just truly wanting to understand and connect with your surroundings? Or is it driven by ego, the parts of, you know, your subconscious mind that you have not healed from yet, presenting itself through ego and accomplishing something else as a result? It, it just yeah. is what is the intention behind what you're doing? Yeah. Exactly. And I feel that at heart, most of us, a vast majority of us, do everything with good intentions. But at times, good intentions pave the road to hell, as right. that famous quote reads. And it is not enough to have good intentions. Both characters had good intentions at the start, but the extent to which our spirit does or does not guide our spirit is what we'll 
make the difference in terms of the results that are made manifest as a result of our behavior and our actions. And he, yeah, it, by the end of perfume, you know, he he basically sees the error of his ways and see how, sees how how much damage he's caused. And so he pours per, that John. same perfume. <laughs> I was gonna say, don't don't spoil it, but it's okay. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's it's a good movie. It's a good movie all the yeah. same. But yeah, I mean, he basically pours perfume all over him, and you know they cannibalize him. The people, yeah. you know, they're so, they're so filled with lust that they do. Yeah. Both are incredible yeah. movies, you know, and the message is the same. It's about how our our drive. Mm-hmm. And the way in which we express our life force energy is guided. And yeah, yeah you know, those are those are both incredible films that show mm-hmm. how powerful the the driving force that is spirituality or that is sensuality can be for our spirituality. Yeah. And yeah, you're right, I'll do better about <laughs> spoiling. <laughs> Spoiler. <It's laughs> <all right>. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> No, I'll definitely keep that in mind. But yeah. (laughs) The article continues going back with regards to the tips for how we can embrace our more sensual nature and become more sensual individuals. Uh, The first two were slow down and engage your senses. The third, as it continues, reads, connect with nature. Spend time in nature and appreciate its beauty. Take a walk in the woods. Sit by the beach or simply spend time in your backyard. Take a little extra time to pay attention to the natural world around you and allow yourself to feel connected to it. Mm. And uh, being in nature is so beautiful. This is something that I've come to see in, in my own life. I know the more that I have connected with myself, the more I've found that I've also been able to connect to my pets and to my garden. We're just coming out of, of autumn now and I'm still cutting some tomatoes and strawberries from my garden. I can't believe that they're still alive. <laughs> <laughs> but this past summer, I had such an abundant garden. I had chilies growing and tomatoes and strawberries. And uh, I've got, I think, five avocado plants growing now (laughs) and it's just been so beautiful to see how I've been able to connect with nature on such a deeper level now and I have such a love for it and it shows in its uh in in how the garden grows the love and the energy that I've also poured into it and it's such a beautiful reflection Yeah, it is. And I absolutely love our garden and our backyards in general. I love spending time with you smoking in the backyard and just feeling the cool breeze in seasons like spring and summer, Mm -hmm. you know, really enjoying the warmth of the sun on my skin. And Yeah, taking well, in the fresh air with you. <laughs> yeah, it's it's gorgeous, absolutely gorgeous to be able to 
take time and set aside the space to do so and connect with the natural world around you. Yeah. Yeah. And the article continues with the fourth tip. Experiment with different activities. Try new things and that engage your senses, such as cooking a new recipe, listening to a new type of music, or exploring a new planet. Music is They're huge, really too. Fun ways. Yeah, yeah. Music is huge, too. Again, our sense when it comes to listening to amazing music, exploring with our taste in music, all of that develops a richer sense and awareness of our sensuality. So yeah, that's that's definitely huge as well. I, I love how much we've explored with regards to our taste in music. We absolutely yeah. love soul and funk. There's so much passion, so much soul in that genre and exploring yeah. the, the different musicians in that genre just inspire us in so many different ways. People as well that we've known of but never really listened to throughout our lives, mm -hmm. like Marvin Gaye, Barry White, our absolute yeah. favorite, and so many more. Right. You know, Michael Franks yeah. as well as another. These were all people who were deeply, deeply sensual. They felt mm -hmm. profoundly into their soul, into their heart, yeah. into their connection with life, with the world, and that flowed into their music that was mm -hmm. expressed beautifully poetically through their music yeah. and their spirit mm, leaves its mark on ours and we go out into the world and share what they've revealed to us through the way we live our life that is the power of music and also just has an amazing effect on our sensual awareness Mm -hmm. And the fifth and final tip reads, surround yourself with beauty. Surround yourself with things that bring you joy and beauty, whether it's art, flowers, or a cozy blanket. This can help you create a space that is conducive to cultivating your sense of sensuality. And Absolutely. yeah, yeah, it does, doesn't yeah. it? It does. Just having this calming environment that surrounds you full of things that you love, it, it's a different kind of pleasure, isn't it? <laughs> just yeah, it is. Being so, yeah. Uh -huh. It absolutely yeah, is. And the next subheading reads, the importance of balancing sensuality and spirituality. While sensuality can be a powerful tool for transformation, it is important to avoid overindulgence, like we just mentioned, and striking a balance between our sense of what is pleasing to the ego and our sense of what is fulfilling to the spirit. Clearly defining and understanding the difference between both is key for maintaining a conscious lifestyle. By embracing our sensual nature and balancing it, with our spirituality. In conclusion, we can create a more harmonious and fulfilling life for ourselves. Always remember just how connected each of your senses are to the universe's wisdom. When thinking, and thinking some more, 
just doesn't cut it anymore. Take a moment to yourself and feel. Feel deeply and see what you find in the depths of the abyss that is your soul. Because everything you will ever need to know mm -hmm. lies there. Yeah. In feeling. Feeling deeply into yourself. Absolutely. Like we mentioned earlier how we have primal instincts and when we are able to connect with our spirit, it is able to guide us to understanding what all these primal instincts are and why they're there. <laughs> and it's, yeah, everything is already within you. Yeah. It's just a matter of exploring it and, and just really connecting with it. Exactly. And with, with sensuality, you have to go inwards. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It is one of the main ways that you can go inwards is exploring all of your senses and what they bring you, the truth that is revealed to you when you feel deeply into yourself. And turning inwards is the absolute key to understanding reality, to really understanding the essence of life. Yeah. yeah. And I would like to read some of the uh, FAQs yeah, that people have asked. And they read as follows. How can I embrace my sensual side without feeling guilty or ashamed? Because that's definitely a thing as well, is the guilt Absolutely. or shame surrounding exploring your sensuality. Like that town in chocolate. Yeah. The, those townspeople were ashamed of doing so, allowing themselves to feel into themselves and indulge in their, sens in their senses. And the answer we give reads, it's important to remember that sensuality is a natural part of the human experience. There's no need to feel guilty or ashamed for indulging in the pleasures of life. Start by practicing self-love and acceptance first and remind yourself that it's okay to enjoy the little things that bring you pleasure. Yeah. Self-love is at the core of it as well. It is. You can't mm -hmm. feel guilty or ashamed when you begin understanding what it means to love yourself deeply. Mm -hmm. as well as acceptance, accepting the truth and the fact that it's okay to explore what intimacy means to you, what sensuality means to you. That is yours and yours alone, and no one can take that away from you. And in that, you find true empowerment. This is what a lot of women need to hear in today's day and age. This is what a lot of men need to hear in today's day and age as well. It is the importance of self-love, accepting themselves fully and never compromising that for any reason, for anyone at all. No, that is yours right. and yours alone. And there's no need to feel guilty or ashamed about yourself. And the thing is, when we feel guilty and ashamed, we actually repeat the same cycle of behavior and the same negative thinking that mm -hmm. causes us to do a lot of the things that we don't want to do anyway. Not really. It's just the conditioning of our subconscious mind that we need to get through and, we need, and that we need to heal. Yeah. We can only do that Absolutely. when we let go of that guilt and that shame through loving ourselves. Mm -hmm. 
Absolutely. Yeah. And the next FAQ reads, how can I use sensuality to manifest my desires? By embracing your sensual nature and focusing your energy on what you truly want, you can tap into the creation frequency and manifest your deepest desires. Start by visualizing what you want and feeling the emotions associated with achieving it. Allow yourself to fully immerse yourself in the experience and trust that the universe will bring it to you. Deep trust is essential, isn't it, Samantha? It is. Just as self-love, trust, and self-worthiness, and self-respect all begins with you. Yeah. And trust is the, yeah, it's key as well, and you have to learn to trust yourself. Yeah, and most people don't, frankly. Most people don't trust themselves enough to let go of what they're familiar with and go after what it is they truly want. And it's also because we're just so busy on, on the grind. It's always go, go, go. Yeah. And, and people are always constantly asking other people, what do you think of this or what do you think of that? Or, you know, give me your opinion on, on something that you want to do, right? Or something that you want to share or whatever it is. And most of the time, although we don't trust ourselves, this, this, is, <laughs> this is a good one. We don't trust ourselves when we ask others' opinions, but then we don't like what they respond with most of the time and we end up wanting to go with what it is that we wanted at the start. <laughs> that was so funny. <laughs> Yeah. It's hilarious because, again, we're just so used to giving our authority over to external, <laughs> external forces. Yeah. We're going to do what we want anyway. <laughs> mm-hmm. That's the irony of it, you know? We're going to do what we want at the end of the day. And so when you truly integrate that fact, that's where you find empowerment. Genuine empowerment comes from taking back and reclaiming your authority over your life. Everything else is a reference point. Everything else allows for you to reflect on how you want to move forward, but you're ultimately the deciding factor in what it is you will do next. And that is, that is such a good just, point. Yeah. You brought up. Stopping the need to get external validation. It's validate yourself. <laughs> yeah, exactly. For all the men out there, this is what leadership is about. It's about looking to yourself for guidance. Standing on your square, your principles, your values. Finding out what all of that means to you and putting each step forward in the direction of what is aligned with them. For women, you must do the same. You're the only one that knows what you want. You're the only one that truly understands what pleases and satisfies you, what fulfills you. And when you know what that looks and feels like, you're more comfortable with expressing that. And you're also comfortable with expressing what isn't in alignment with that. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. 
all of that is associated with trusting ourselves. And when we trust ourselves, the universe and the way it unfolds will listen to that, will understand the energy that you're living life with. Yeah. And the next question, the third, asks, can sensuality improve my relationships? <laughs> Absolutely. When we embrace our sensual nature, we become more attuned to our own desires and needs. This allows us to communicate better with our partners and deepen our connections on a spiritual and emotional level. Jinx. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Mm -hmm. that's, that's what happens. You yeah. must find out what all that means to you first. That way you're never confused. That way there's never any confusion. Everything is able to be fully acknowledged. And you're able to articulate your desires and your needs more clearly. There are never any assumptions. Mm -mm. And people are not mind readers. Yeah. <laughs> people are not mind readers. You know, they forget that know a lot of the time. To the degree that you tell they do. Yeah. Just like little Amelia just before, and I had to explain to her why she had to use a full sentence. She mm. needed a spoon from me, and she was just saying, spoon? And I was like, what do you mean? What are you saying right now? <laughs> and she's like, to eat. And I'm like, okay, so you need to say to mommy, mommy, can I please have a spoon? I was like, how's mommy meant to just understand what spoon means? <laughs> and so she sat there and she thought about it and she said, oh, okay, you know. Um, but this is the thing, a lot of people, even from a young age, if we don't explain to them why they need to communicate properly and express what it is that they want or need, how are we meant to understand what it is? Exactly. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And that's one of our responsibilities as parents is to yeah. not allow for our kids to just play into those assumptions that they have, mm -hmm. you know, because Amelia, baby girl, is not like demanding anything of you. That's not her intention. She's just going the easy route. You know, and just yeah. saying the one word, <laughs> as opposed to saying the full sentence. You know, and all of that is subconscious. We don't, we don't need to really break down all these things in detail. All of this is in the context of how we're clearing things up for them. Yeah. Why it's important for them to spell it out, to fully express themselves, to make the effort to express themselves fully, and how that's going to benefit them down the line. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. And the fourth question asks, how can I incorporate sensuality into my daily routine? Start by taking time to indulge in the simple pleasures of life. Take a relaxing bath, savor your favorite meal, or spend time in nature. Allow yourself to fully immerse in the experience and appreciate the beauty around you. Yeah, your habits, your routines, all, 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 all of that is how you can, bit by bit, incorporate more sensuality into your life and tune more fully into your senses. It's simply And the final question. Present. Yeah, go on. Yeah, yeah. What were you going to say? <laughs> no, it's just as simple as be present with everything that you do. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. And the final question we were asked is, is sensuality only for women? 
And we answer, absolutely not. Sensuality can be embraced by anyone and everyone with the capacity to feel physically and spiritually, because you can do both. Yeah. Everyone has the ability to tap into their sensual nature and use it as a powerful tool for spiritual growth and manifestation. Men must learn to become more sensual as well. Mm-hmm. Status, Absolutely. money, material possessions does not a sensually and erotically literate man make. Mm-hmm. These things cannot be bought. They must be cultivated. A man must be open to becoming more conscious of this truth. And that will be reflected in the way that he carries himself, the way he expresses himself. Mm-hmm. So no, sensuality is definitely not for the fe- not for the feminine <laughs> only. these kinds of questions we love receiving from you guys this is how we are inspired to write our articles all of our other articles can be found on medium as well medium is where we host a lot of our articles we post to different publications and yeah you guys are welcome to checking out our other articles as well and for our next episode we will be diving deeper into something we went into in this episode. And that's with regards to our life force energy and our sexual nature. How exploring our sexuality cultivates an aspect of wisdom and makes us even more aware as individuals. We're going to be diving into that. Yeah. It adds to our sensuality as well. It's that one of the main pillars. <laughs> it yeah. is. It is. And I mean, that's the first thing people think of. It's sensuality yeah. in romantic and intimate context. Mm-hmm. And yeah. we're going to focus on that specifically yeah. in our next episode. So definitely stay tuned for that. We appreciate you joining us. And until next time. May you embody the way of TBL today in your own way.